0: You're listening to a bonus episode of The Dairy Age, featuring Chagasks' weekly Let's Talk Dairy webinar series, which is also available as a podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, welcome to uh, this week's episode of Let's Talk Dairy. We're going to hand over here, we're going to turn over now to Stephen. Uh, i know Stephen for many years. Stephen worked with us down in Moorpark for, many years are you down know, there for Stephen? Uh, nine years, I think, George, yeah. You got away from the stand about four or five years ago, was it? Just about, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you didn't really get away from it, so I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> we have long tentacles, we we hold on to our own. So, see, where are you farming? Uh,
1: West Waterford, uh, English West Waterford, yeah. Okay. In a relatively okay. dry enough area, yeah.
0: I'd be a good old, good old spot. And uh, farm with your dad, Richard, down there, isn't that
1: it? Yeah, a little feather, and then the mother helps out, and Katrina, then as well. She's helping out as well for the springtime, so yeah.
0: busy Busy farm in the spring. So, how many cows are you milking down there? So Will you milk this summer? Uh,
1: the, the plan for the summer is kind of 185 to milk. There's, what, there's seven left to calf and things like that. So we're kind of been creeping up cow numbers with the last few years. So I'd say won't, that's, this is our kind of number we hope to kind of balance out it. And what's the size of the milking platform
0: then, Stephen, you're raising on?
1: Oh, uh, just small breaks are going in now this year. But I'd say that there's about 85 hectares of milking platform. So we're let, relatively lowly stocked on the milking platform and things like that. Like, And that's the way we kind of we plan to stay kind of average, lowly stocked, and cut back on our, for our nitrogen use, maybe.
0: Okay, would you call it lowly stock, Would you still stock account near enough account to the acre at the same? That, time. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly.
1: Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, easy enough managed.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all a kind of relative to the grass that's grown, and we're going to come back to that in a few weeks' time with a uh, talk about matching uh, grass to grazing. So, what kind of grass uh, yields are you, are you achieving on down there? I know you you're prone to drought down there too, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, last last oh, last autumn it got dry again, but I'd say we grew thirteen tonne every year with last kind of four or five years. So like okay. it's 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 able to grow it like but like the style they are fairly good too, and we're always kind of watching them. And it's easy, you know, it's easy to manage It it's, it is growing, like you know.
0: Okay. So besides the milking platform, there's an out as well, Stephen, isn't there? No, is it forty hectares?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kind of two bits away, only two miles away. But they, we use that for silage and heifers, and we rear some beef cattle then as well, just as kind of a hobby. I don't
0: know well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a solid income there too. So
1: overall, stocking rate around the livestock, two and a half livestock units a hectare across the whole two point three to two point four the whole farm average last year. Yeah, yeah.
0: So there's a substantial enough beef unit there as well. We'll come back to that in a minute, but we'll talk about the beef and the side of the house. What kind of big solids did you sell last year, Stephen?
1: Yeah, last year. <laughs> Or 98 I think last year which was slightly back in the last few years mm. because we, we left cows once a day up to, into marriage last year and I don't think they recovered properly not recovered but we didn't get a massive peak out of them last year so we, they, we lost a lot of milk early in the year but like and then the drought hit us in but like anywhere around 500 we'd be happy with like you know, 520 would be the kind of target 525 On how much meal roughly Ton? 800 kilos, yeah, 750,
0: 800 kilos, yeah. <laughs> okay, so good, good, solid um, grass based farming going on there. I heard John there talking about the low proteins and in the milk and silage in the diet. What's the story at your farm now? How's that going?
1: Uh, we, we were excellent all February, say, but then when the weather turned, we had to bring the cows back in, say, in, in and out and on off and everything mm-hmm. like that. So the protein fell from 358, and we're, and we're kind of 336 and 338 at the moment, but there is. A couple of kilos of silage gin in nearly every day, with say two, three kilos and a small bit of fodder beet just when it's wet. But we're trying to get as much grass into them every day, which seems to be holding the protein at kind of 338 mark. So hopefully it holds.
0: Does it bounce back quickly when you get grass full time again?
1: Uh, It it, it generally takes 10 days for a fortnight and it it isn't as fast to go up as it comes down, unfortunately, like you know, but it will will go back up. It's in the cows, hopefully. So, okay, okay. Tell us a
0: bit about the calving season this spring. So, you've only seven or eight left to calve. When did you start?
1: The uh, first one is due the 5th or 5th of February. So, the first one came along on the 1st or 2nd of February. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of going fairly hard up to the Paddy's Day, but it's very quiet now at the moment. So, like, there's we had a good good first three or four weeks, which is a great oh, yeah. start. Casts yeah, so together in their evening and things like that. And we had a lot of milk in, Fe- in February and the start of March,
0: which is great help, like, you know. Are there many heifer calves in it?
1: We used sex semen last year and worked very well. So we had about sixty heifers. So we sold, we sold some surplus and with a couple of sets of half twins and things like that. But we, the plan is to keep forty two heifer calves, and then just and rear about hundred ten or fifteen beef calves and sell Mm -hmm. whatever left. And a few small few Frisian bull calves and a few surplus heifers. Were there many
0: Frisian bulls for sale this year? Yeah. 13 13 and, and sixty heifer calves.
1: Yeah, 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 and there's a couple of said half twins in them as well. Like so, yeah, yeah. Oh, you must yeah. have. Um, you must tell us about the sex semen
0: then, just want to move on just a little bit and come back to the composition of making yeah. a minute or yeah.
1: But of course, we're really try, trying it. Yeah. Um, so, but what did we buy? Hundred, a hundred sex semen straws last year. Okay. Uh so we had what we we we. we we'd, uh, there was 168 cows and 40 heifers last year. So we, for the first two weeks, we just used all sexy sex on the and, uh, highest DBI, highest fertility cows and heifers and things like that for the first two weeks. And then we used uh, gene Ireland bulls for the last five or six days of that. Uh, uh, and then we switched to Angus then straight away after three weeks breeding. So we had all our Frisians in the first three weeks. Now we we're straight into Angus then a serious, um, serious change, isn't it? You seem to have got a good a good strike with it, too, around the 60% mark, was it? Yeah, exactly. 58 and 62 depends on the bulls, but, yeah, 60% uh, average, yeah. You, Which would, obviously... Yeah, higher than we expected, like, so, you know, so we're you're happy with it. it. You're an advocate of it after that, I'd say. Yeah, the exact same plan this year. Like, you know, it, it probably won't work as well, but if it isn't far off, we would be happy, like, you know.
0: And it was sexed on the heifers and a few of the better cows sort of thing, wasn't
1: yeah. It? sex and all the have heif- Nearly all the heifers Got sex semen And then Second, third and fourth lactation The highest DBI And highest fertility ones Tonight the night to cows are Our favourite cows uh, yeah. And such
0: and first time anywhere.
1: Yeah exactly And we didn't do too many Of the first cavers Because they were be under The most pressure So I gave some of them Gene Ireland bulls And some of the better condition ones Sex semen But then like at all Conception was good Like we didn't just put Sex semen on Everything and anything Like we are fairly picky and choosy about it. about it It's fabulous going all together and did you use a sync program on the heifer Steven or anything like that. Yeah, the, just the, the simple one, the double shot PG, eleven days apart, and things like that. And they were all served in over kind of two days. In yeah. a no, yeah. No Sorry.
0: No collars or anything. It's just oh, no,
1: just simple straw or tail paint and. Okay. It yeah, it's I
0: want to yeah. go back to Stephen a bit. I want to come on to the milk and then the grass. So tell us a bit about uh, the milk first of all. How, how are they milking at the moment? Uh,
1: they're doing about what they're doing. They're about 29, 30, 30 litres at the moment. So they're doing 2.2 I'd say, kilos, milk solids. are a bit with it now the last few days.
0: So 3.30 proteins. And what's the fats?
1: The 4% mark? Yeah, 4.44 the last I say. Yeah. Okay, and
0: what
1: kind of meal level are they on now? At uh, 4, 4 kilos of meal, like 16% because there's a bit of silage in things. That'll drop back now, hopefully, next week when they're full-time, hopefully.
0: Any trouble with cell counters you're going okay? Uh, 41. Moment, uh, Gosh, oh. that's not a problem at all. And just want so to move on then a bit just for a minute and just tell us about the spring grazing this year. So you were spoiled in February. Did you graze yeah. much?
1: Yeah, like we, we opened up, up with low, a lower cover than we'd like I'd say because oh. of the weather so it was only six, eighty, seven hundred 700 when we started. Okay. And so we, we grazed as much as we could in February on the wetter ground because it was so dry. We grazed paddocks that we generally wouldn't be grazed in late March or early April. Yeah, and we got slurry out in them. But we still tried to stay to the recommended targets as such. Okay. We didn't want, didn't want to go too mad as such. Yeah. And, and any regrets about doing that? No, no, because if we did, we'd be starting the first round now as such in the last the few days. Day. Yeah. Our second round uh, during the, these few days and if it is wet, it'll be another five or six days before we start class.
0: Yeah, just for everyone on the call here, uh, listen to us here. Stephen pretends he has wet land, but I don't think it's that wet. Not that, <laughs> not that, not that i anyway. So, look, you're nearly out of the second round. We were having a chat there before we started, Stephen, and you have an idea about how you're going to transition from the, the overwintered grass to the spring grass. And what was the, kind of the idea? What were your thoughts there? and Why were your thoughts like that?
1: Like there's, I'd say there's four or five days of, or six days maybe, of eighteen seventeen, eighteen hundred 1,800 covers left, Yeah, and about nine hundred thousand. the first few paddocks that were grazed, and rather than grazing out and just starting, dropping from 1,800 down to 1,100, I'm going to do what the lads were saying earlier, and just dip in and out for a few days, and leave the first, the second rotation, paddocks fill up a small bit, and transition to cows, give the cows a better chance, rather than going from... Strong, less strong, heavier grass down to short leafy stuff and gives your stomachs a chance to adjust to it.
0: So, kind of three or four days, of yeah, growing yeah. grass, winter grown grass, cut into eight days as you transition into the spring by giving yeah. it maybe a night and the other by day or something,
1: is it? Yeah, exactly. And see how it goes. I'd say i say start that Monday or Tuesday, and you know, just kind of because the first two or three paddocks are very good, but what's coming after that, if we get a cold week next week, the paddocks are coming that they'll just need an extra few days like you know but if we do get a big burst of growth we can easily just jump in and just keep going into the second round and leave a small bit at first if we have to
0: i think it's an interesting talk because actually it was something that john douglas picked up on there a few minutes ago as well in his presentation he was kind of saying the same thing about it maybe as an option for people so there must be something in it i've heard the two times now lately um so, so Steve, the cows are out kind of kind of full time to get a bit of silage or a bit of water beach or something like that from the arena i suppose yeah and um how much 30 have you applied?
1: Uh two-thirds of the platform has got slurry in January, some in January, some in February. Hmm. Uh, what was the response oh, like to it? Excellent, yeah. yeah excellent. Yeah. yeah. Like you'd see any patches, there's a skip in the field, you'd notice the massive additional truth. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then the whole platform then is out to get twenty seven units of protected urea as well. So I'd say we okay. are I'd say forty units. So okay. the planning the Plan is to blanket spread the platform now with uh 20, 28 or 30 units to protect your area as soon as the weather yeah. gets right really so yeah. get up. And just it,
0: it might be next week. It's kind of feeling spring about it, hasn't it? Though yeah. it it's almost ready to go, yeah. Uh, it is, yeah. And you were in this whole signpost farm program, your tier lawn, what we could call it, monitor farm long ago. Um, what, what actions are you going to take this year to maybe enhance your sustainability credentials?
1: Uh, well, I, 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 I'd, say, I'd say we're going to another paddock of um, uh, mixed species and a, another, oh. six, another six six acres of that. we have some of that in and with three years and it's absolutely fine and cows love it so oh. that's one back our nitrogen and just keep working on the clover we have clover in the farm with years and uh, so just keep work trust in the clover and things like that and cut back the mm-hmm. nitrogen all a little bit and just it all depends on weather and things like that but there's two two kind of main ones, chlorophyll and the mixed species, that's yeah,
0: a but on top of that then you're doing less, I presume, this um low emissions yeah. and you're also yeah. doing criteria. So yeah, hundred,
1: yeah, yeah. All if
0: you're stuff. going a long way with those with those four actions on the farm, then high EBI sort of a herd and well well bred and all that kind of stuff. So
1: Yeah, in interior it should
0: Yeah. So rather than worrying about it, I think there are there are terrific actions to be taken and moving on with. Come here, um if has any questions, just pop them in there now. And if we're waiting for a question or two, maybe there aren't any going to come. I'd ask you one question. Tell us about your experience with the multi-species, because the kind of it's flavour of the month. How good it is, I don't know, you know. What what are your thoughts? Oh, you we
1: well, would be delighted with, with ours, isn't it? Okay. Um, what you your set- is, Sorry? What did you put in? Oh, just one of the a DFL 7. There's seven varieties in it. There's chicory, plantain, red and white clover, timothy, and two other grass varieties. And it's... Oh. And there's good persistency in it. Like there's, You can still see like three seasons done and you can still see a lot of leaf in it and things like that. Like So the next year or two will tell a lot. But the clover and things like that, like it only got, I don't know, the 25 units of uh, uh, chemical nitrogen last year and it still yeah. grew, one, grew 12 and a half and it grew 13 tons like so. But it got dirty water after every grazing. Yeah. But we're grazing it every 17, 18 days, grazing it with light covers and the cows are cleaning it out so we did. We were delighted with Leicester, right and now
0: so you go, you go again, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like overall, it isn't a lot in the whole grand scheme of things. Like certainly only a small percentage. Like, and it's it's nice to have something different, dinner. Would you go 100? percent uh, Yeah, in time, yeah, yeah go go and just to trust it more than anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and persistency. Like if it's gone after four or five years, it'll be a costly exercise to have yeah. the whole but like say after 10 or 15 percent of the fair amount that's 10 or 15 percent nitrogen you cannot spread or else spread it somewhere right. else you know right. what i mean exactly you know and give you a boost in other places yeah
0: okay what are your look at stephen there's no questions coming in on the call here now so what are your three top tips for oh sorry we're not finished yet go back to it breeding plans for 2023 so you're a big Angus fan, anyway, by the looks of things.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, coming for the
0: common season, though, I might, might ask you that. Yeah, so, it's a, it's a one.
1: yeah, similar to last year, I have 116 straws bought, and then we have some Jean Ireland uh, frozen straws as well, so I'll use them on, say, the higher EBI, EBI cows for us two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, but start. We're going to start back to the start. We're starting pre-breeding now this weekend, so we'll have four or five weeks of pre-breeding before we start breeding and such. And we'll fix any coats. Oh. What's
0: what does pre-breeding mean? It's just tail painting. Write down the number, is it?
1: Yeah, but, but no, we're not even write down the number. Everything ever will be tail painted. now this weekend, and twice or three times a week is all. And the paint is completely gone, and they'll get a different color. And at the end of the three or four weeks, a couple of days before breeding, then we'll scan anything that's or just check out any cow that's no tail bank on Because The majority of them should be over forty days calf by start to breeding now because we're say we're, we're both we're just under forty days away from breeding now, so there's only seven left to calf. You know they should all, in theory, like, um, you then sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Go on.
0: No, you were saying about the on the on the Angus side. You were saying it's, it's Angus you use as your beef breed here, then as well. And you have your own beef enterprise. You were yeah. saying there's some difference between the bulls that are available. Is that right?
1: Yeah, huge. Uh, even the difference between stock bulls and the AI bulls, like the we're trying to use high DBI Angus bulls, and like the difference is huge. You see it in the calves and the ground. Like you nearly pick out the AI, and like we generally try and buy as good an uh, Angus bull as we bulls as we can. But you can see it just you can see the difference as clear as they like. As so as calves. Uh, as calves, yeah, yeah. Like, are, um, not,
0: are they not harder calf than if they're a, a canoe chunkier calf?
1: No, they're not, no, 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 definitely easier because even when the angles was like you can't trust him now, you have to watch him when he's Kevin yeah. say such. I trust the AI fellas more than I trust the bull fellas, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um so any cow that's that we don't like or has a lower EBI gets angus. And then after three weeks of AI, everything gets AI to Angus, and we live off the Angus bulls then as well. Like so, and we keep we rear all the Angus's then at the end yeah. uh, next year. And they're killed about twenty-one, twenty-two months of age, is it? Any anywhere between nineteen and twenty-one, they don't get the second winter. So we try and get them off grass and a bit of meal and things like that. And kind of October, November into December, they be finished. Then all of them, yeah. Steers and heifers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 In the practice there
0: are they coming out at.
1: Oh, they have to. Oh, they're two sixty, two seventy. Or you be trying to get 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 them to 500, 550 kilos live weight, and then at least you can make a few quid in them and things like that. You know, yeah. and try and get much good grass into them as as they their own grass now. Don't they've been in they've been early on off grass more than the milking cows and silage yeah. grounds. They've had a good start now, and they should kick on once they hit grass now full time next week.
0: Should go fly at it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Stephen, listen, thanks very much for that. Um. Uh, leaving the call now what are your two or three top tips for our farmer audience here today on the call
1: Jesus mm-hmm.
0: um, uh, what, would, what, would you, what wouldn't you do without now at this stage what are the two or three things you, you wouldn't do differently or you would do this coming season
1: keeping it simple and straightforward is what, our, is what we can try and do keep it simple have one simple plan and stick to it don't overcomplicate complicate it like yeah. pick like with the AI and things like that, and just have it simple and straightforward and do the yep. do, rather than having a heap of small things dipping in and out. Just focus on what's working and that's what seems to work for us. I know. I know it's working, but that's what we're doing. Know. You know, that's the most yeah. part.
0: Quick, last question before we go, Steve. There's a question in from someone. What's the cutoff on EBI to get Angus? There was no you're selecting your top cows.
1: Yeah. Uh, the herd average is 2.12. So yeah. and her, I know... One ninety, two hundred. depends on the cow and her solids like you, you you know when when you're looking at the cow you look at the uh, milk garden and things like that but yeah. generally the up gets black and white and everything else blood and that gets uh, around, the, around the 200 mark basically Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a few exceptions with maybe. a few exceptions it depends on the personality of the cow and her dog milk yeah. and like that. Yeah. you know but g- generally then you're getting free off cows that you like and cows that you, you can trust yeah, you know. perfect. That's great, handsome Hey, guys
0: and ladies, thank you very much uh, for your attendance here today. And Stephen, thanks so much for uh, sharing your your uh, ideas on the on our webinar this morning. And uh, safe farming to everyone, including Stephen there and Richard. And the very best of luck. That's all for this week's bonus episode from the Let's Talk Dairy webinar series. And don't forget to look out for more bonus episodes each week. I'll be back with the usual Dairy Edge podcast on Monday, so do listen in then. I'm Stuart Childs, and thanks for listening.